welcome to In Season, where we explore the farms, gardens, and wild spaces of the lower Columbia Pacific region. I'm your host, Teresa Retzloff, and with me in the studio today are Linda Jones and Rick Bigness. They are from the Clatsop County Master Gardeners Association, and welcome, you guys. Oh, thank yeah, you. Thank you for having us. Well, we're, we're here to talk about um, a, a very special upcoming event that's that happens annually. Do, do you know how long this has been going on? It's a spring garden event that Clatsop County Master Gardeners put on. I can't remember. It's it's it's, it's been a while. At least 28 years or so. Yeah. At least. Quite it's been time. Quite it's been going time. on a while. So before this I was born. Yeah. <laughs> Way before. I know. Certainly before I was born. <laughs> yeah, I think it's had some different names. Yeah. So it's yeah. coming up to give us the date. Uh, May 12th. May 12th of this year. Yeah. Right. Saturday after this coming Saturday from 8:30 8 30 in four. the morning until 4 in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And it's out at the Clatsop County Fairgrounds. Yes. Right. At the mm -hmm. Expo Center. Yes. So tell us about what's happening this year because there's some elements of the event that kind of every year, you know, plant sales and vendors and stuff like that. But what's happening this year? Um, actually, one of the really cool things is we got lots of plants. Yeah. Lots this year, like 2,000. Oh, my goodness. For the yeah, Master Gardener plant sale. <coughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. And um, that's pretty much the emphasis also is the plant sale. Um, also the speakers that will be be there. But the plant sale is a big one. Yeah. It's, it's huge. Yeah. So for people that are looking to stock up for your gardens and it's that come time on. of year, come on out and mm -hmm. buy some plants. So you're going to have – so you, you do a lot of – perennials i know and different plants but you also this year have herbs and tomatoes you were saying yes yeah, so this year we wanted to bump up our plant sale a little bit so we added um organic um tomatoes and mm -hmm. herbs and um we're you know making those available and they're they're tomatoes that we've um read about and researched and picked um personally for the um coastal climate conditions yeah so challenging so it is yeah tomatoes just seem yeah. to be that heartbreaker plant out here for people well that and basil that, um, <laughs> exactly. that people really struggle mm -hmm. with and and timing of planting is always tricky too i mean mid-may seems like a pretty safe time yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's i think a lot of the key to tomatoes is not getting <laughs> them in too early yeah and this perfect soil conditions are 60 degrees and above yeah so, I know um, it's interesting because I get people asking me about tomato plants in early April. <coughs> and, you know, you, you try, it's like, it's too early. It's too early. Don't plant them yet. It's too early. You're going to regret it. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people move here from somewhere else that's not the Oregon coast. Um, mm -hmm. And there you have in your mind, you bring with you that planting schedule from wherever you learned how to garden. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people, you know, if you don't have your tomatoes in the ground by mid-April, it's all over. And so there's that urgency and I feel like a lot of what we do out here is tell people, like, calm down. Yeah, it's just okay. wait. Just Hang wait. in there. It's going to be all right. It's coming. <laughs> I've been doing tomato plants for quite a number of years also and uh -huh. f found through um, thick and thin yeah. that uh, soil temperature is really important. That's why I have a, a yeah. soil thermometer. Yeah. I mean, and that's that a really handy thing to know. And it's just, I mean, when the soil <coughs> is cold and wet, a lot of plants don't respond. And I find this even with some of our leafy greens. You know, I plant, I got a lot of things planted in early April out on our farm and felt really proud of myself. But then they just sat there for two weeks while it was cold and hailing and snowed on us. And it was just miserable. And they, they barely put on any growth at all just because the soil was too cold and wet. Mm -hmm. And once it warmed up, then boom. But things that I planted later look like the, you know, they you look like they've planted them at the same time. So I think being patient and waiting is is better. Yeah, yeah. it is. And mm -hmm. then you have a week mm -hmm. like 
last week I or know. the week before. Yeah. Oh, with like the where you, know, you just jump the, the gun. And and it's I know. so hard I not know. to get out there and get things in the ground, and then the soil temperature kind of goes back, back down, down again, <laughs> and then everything is a little stunted. And well, and this is also something to think about for the for the <clears throat> spring garden seminar. So it's called spring garden seminar, right? And plant sale. And plant yes. sale. Spring garden seminar and plant sale. So um, one of the things is that master gardeners will be there to answer your gardening questions. There's a mm. great booth, and they've got other research books and lots of experience with gardening. And so if you have these burning questions about your garden or you know plants that are growing in your garden or what should I do, um, this is a great time to come out and talk to people in person Yes. Um, about like what uh, what's happening in your garden. <clears throat> yes, yeah. and we, we have a great... Um, soil temperature chart oh, cool. that we'll give out so yeah. if people are wondering for which crops that they want to grow um, get your little soil temperature um, gauge mm-hmm. and and measure the temperature in your in your yeah. soil and make sure that you're getting it in at the optimum temperature and, yeah and that'll get you off to a really good start yeah. and it's going to gonna be different depending on where your garden is mm-hmm. i'll take one of those yep <laughs> you want one of those here well, you can have one flying I, by well these are great resources i mean to me this exactly. is one of the one of the most valuable contributions that you know having master yeah. gardeners in your mm-hmm. community makes is that this is a resource and it's not just you know the master gardeners like the, the individual people but but you guys are backed up by you know oregon state university mm-hmm. extension yeah, service research. and all of their years and years of research and experimentation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you have all of that resource behind you as well so yeah. if you don't necessarily know or someone brings in a plant that no one can identify yeah. or, or an insect damage that no one can identify you can go back to osu and ask them and help right. have them help you figure it fantastic out fantastic resource right it yeah really <clears throat> and that's yeah. one of the things that the trainees learn is not only do they learn from the classes they take 22 classes but they also learn the correct way to research so that you have the um Hopefully OSU research-based information, but yeah. we also go with other universities, but it's always university-based. Yeah. Um, so it's the it's the real deal. It's yeah. not, it's easy to get mm-hmm. a lot of crazy stuff yeah. off the internet. Well, and I honestly, I think that's one of the things that I, when I went through Master Gardeners <coughs> back in, I think it was 2003, you know, and went through the training and then um, did a lot of the, like the, um, the help desk at the OSU Extension office and did some like remotes out at farmers markets and and answering questions and I feel like that I learned so much I learned in the classes but I learned so much from the questions that people would ask and then having to go and research and honestly that's still how I mean those that method of finding out what the problem is that's what I use to determine on my farm you know what pest is doing this damage what could be wrong with this plant is it is it a disease is it you know cultural is it something that what what's happening here and um, it's, those are great skills to have. I can make my share of mistakes, but you know what? When I can cut those off <coughs> yeah. by having that opportunity to go to the extension yeah. and check yeah. those things out, that yeah. cuts a lot of time out. It does. I, yeah. I will just say, too, that like don't expect miracles exactly. like if you if you're coming in to ask master gardeners a question try to have some information you can bring a picture or bring a bring mm. an actual sample of Samples the plant and a question i still remember one time being at a farmer's market and having someone come and say you know i have this plant growing in my yard and it's kind of a big shrub and the leaves are kind of a dark green <laughs> um i don't know if they're shiny or not what is it i'm not sure it's a mm. there's just uh, and you're biting your tongue. You <laughs> well, just it's wanna... like you need a little more information than that. So, so come prepared to ask questions and to learn, but also to just fill your garden with some amazing plants. 
Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of the plants are. There's a huge amount of perennials that come out of Master Gardener's gardens mm-hmm. that are potted mm-hmm. up and, um, and ready to go. And, uh, yeah, and it these was are a, plant lovers, so you know these are going to be some cool yeah, plants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we do get some, a lot of plants out of our demo garden also. So there's some really cool, mm-hmm. really interesting plants. And we've had some of our um, master gardeners are trying their hand at doing some more propagating this year. Oh, fun. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And then there's other vendors, too. That come. I know there's yeah. there's usually different, you know, garden crafts and and furniture and tools and other displays. Are, are the um, are the uh, antique ladies coming this year? Well, our favorite vendor is you. Oh no! So <laughs> Teresa's going to be there with her amazing starts, which we all. Uh, of course, love and well, I, look yeah. forward to. I, but I just, it's, it's dangerous for me to, to like leave my booth and go walk around this show. <laughs> no, I know. What I'm you're kind saying. of forbidden to bring our checkbook um, now oh. because my husband's like, wait, what did you buy? <laughs> What's this? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I'm trying to convince him that we really need this weird like vintage garden gnome for the farm, and he's like just shaking his head oh, at yeah. me like, uh, you have to have a gnome. Well, I have already, but I already have several, so you know, yeah. do I need one more? But there's lots of fun things like that. Yeah, there's too. several um, garden vendors there that have yeah. you know cool vintage garden art, you know stuff that just yeah. makes your garden look really special. And yeah, it's just fun yeah. to walk around and be inspired. I think yeah. that's what's so exciting about something like this is you get to be in a in a big space with a lot of other people who are excited about gardening. Oh, yeah. It's and, a really uh, um, happy day. Yeah. You're, you're with your tribe. Yeah. <laughs> if ex- you are a gardener mm-hmm. in this area, yeah. um, that's what's fun about these things. Is a lot of ha- to, happy yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. So you have options. You know, we have our plant sale and then also everything else that's available. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. there's there's speakers as well. So you've got people that right. are going to be coming and giving presentations, educational workshops um, about gardening. So tell us a little about um, who some of the speakers are going to be. Well, there's there's going to be uh, one of the one the one that I'll cover uh-huh. um, is going to be Harry Olson. Oh, great! Yeah. And Harry Olson is um, uh, he does a lot of uh, vertical gardening in small spaces. Um, he's going to be able to teach be teaching on that particular thing, and also he's going to be covering two two areas. He's going to be covering uh, the vertical gardening in small spaces and also grafting. Oh, cool! So he's um, teaching about grafting. It's. I've been talking to him quite a bit. That's and, so cool. Grafting and, uh, just tomatoes, to... and and actually, I couldn't believe how many things you can graft. Oh yeah, I was just blown away. I would love and, to go watch him graft tomatoes. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't really attempted that yet, and I've been wanting to. So I actually have done it for like about three years. Yeah, and are you and having success this, with it? Um, you have to be very uh <laughs> attentive yeah let's say yeah because um, there's a process that you have to go through yeah and um i've got four in the ground right now cool yeah um and then i've got four more that are going to go into one of my yeah. greenhouses but yeah no. you know and i feel like we should explain grafting is mm, the okay. process where you have um a, a root stock yeah basically mm-hmm. you like cut cut two plants in half and you take the bottom half of one and the top and the half top of the half other there. and mm-hmm. you kind of squish them together you put them together and then <laughs> it's like that's sure a very Cambian layer lines crude up and <laughs> way of explaining it but it's a way of, of oftentimes you have a more maybe a more vulnerable top half sometimes like an heirloom variety or a certain kind exactly. of you know mm-hmm. plant that maybe you can't propagate by seed and then you graft it onto a rootstock that's maybe disease resistant or will allow, very very resistant yeah, yeah or constrain mm-hmm. the size of the overall like for grafting fruit trees i know that um, mm-hmm. you can graft things onto a dwarf rootstock so your tree won't get 40 feet tall 
Yeah, just yeah. twelve. I've seen people graft tomatoes onto uh, potato. Um, I've heard stuff. about I've that. Seen, that seems just too weird. Yeah, some, That's getting weird for some me. Some farmer was sitting out someplace. Just going, yeah. Let's try that. <laughs> I, I yeah. need something like, to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, you know, <laughs> there's no like, TV. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I don't know. I mean, that that might be getting a little bit weird for me. But the grafting to me, so the, I mean, that's a very cool thing. Mm-hmm. And I, the first time I ever grafted a couple of apple trees, and then it worked. And I that just, just felt like yeah. so um, like I am a grafter. You know, <laughs> I don't know if I could do it again now, but um, but it was an amazing feeling to be able to do that. So a lot like, of grafting though is uh, is done in greenhouses uh-huh. because you can't move. Um, you usually like to mm-hmm. to rotate. Yeah. Okay? Well, in greenhouses, they do the grafting because of the resistance to soil-borne diseases and everything. Yeah. So you can have it. Yeah. You know, for four or five years or so yeah. before you have to. Yeah, yeah, so that's huge. That's cool. So that's good. But but then he's also going to be teaching this class about vertical gardening and growing vertical in containers, exactly. So small that's spaces, gonna... and that's so great for people who live in towns, right? And maybe don't have mm-hmm. lots of space, or even if you have just like a community garden space and you've got like a, you know, four by eight bed, mm-hmm. and you need to know how to maximize that space. And yeah. that's so cool. You can do great things with growing things up trellises. And um, and then being able to grow in containers, you and, know. and using the right varieties too. Yeah. There's some really cool things that are out now that are specifically yeah. for containers. There's I know you mm-hmm. know these determinate um, cherry tomatoes oh, that do yeah. awesome in containers, and yeah. now they have like special summer squash and special. Yeah, um, there's been a lot of great plant, plant breeding to look for varieties and to create varieties um, that that will do well in small spaces. Maybe their roots don't get too big or they lend themselves to being grown in these kind of conditions. And you can develop yeah. your own soil also so you have control over your soil yeah. when you do a, a container. And slugs. Yeah. So, you control your slugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that, those yeah. are all really good things to ask questions of. So, yeah, so if you're growing in containers or you've got a small space, this would be a really great workshop to attend. Yeah. Um, and is there anywhere online where – does it tell you the times of – Mm-hmm. The specific workshops. Yeah. I know the, the, yeah. the whole program is from eight thirty to four, but um, yeah, actually, uh, Harry's edible vertical gardening is going to be uh, at eleven a.m. At eleven a.m. Yeah. Okay, and this is out of the fairgrounds. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, at uh, twelve thirty, uh, the native plants designing with native plants. And Linda, did you want to maybe mention mm-hmm. what yeah, that was about? Yeah, so that's is, exciting to th- me. This is a really great um, speaker. Uh, Jennifer Bell is one of our master gardeners, and she's also a biologist out at um, at uh, Lewis and Clark National Park. Oh, wonderful! And she's an amazing um, source of information for native plants. So she was involved with the um, putting in the ethnobotanical garden that's out at Natoa Landing. So cool. Have you been there? Yeah, it's, you, it's so inspiring. If you haven't been there, um, you have to go. It's so pretty, and it's a, it's a historically correct native garden that um, uses plants that were used by the native Indians um, back when Lewis and Clark were in the area. So... Um, it's a really, really cool garden, and um, there's so much to learn there. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, and it talks about sort of indigenous uses of plants uh-huh. and how different plants were incorporated into their lives, both for food and for building materials and fiber and medicine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's very cool when you understand sometimes these plants that are just growing wild around us, and you realize, no, actually, this is an amazing plant. Um, and natives are so wonderful to grow in our area. Oh, they're, they're so hardy. They're wonderful. And, and the best plants <clears throat> to provide pollinator habitat 
for yeah. beneficial insects. Yeah, and and Carla Cole, who is mm-hmm. also out there, actually, um, she's a director of Res- National Natural Resource Education, mm-hmm. I think. Um, she teaches one of our classes on natives. So cool. So we have learned so much from them, and yeah. we're taking what we've learned there and incorporating it into our gardens, like yeah. we learned about the... Um, the early blue violet, which mm-hmm. is the only host plant for the silver spot butterfly, which yep. has been on the um, endangered list, endangered yeah. list mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. I don't know, 10 years now. Mm-hmm. So now we're all trying to, we, we actually made a trip down to southern, um, south of Portland to buy these um, early blue violets, early blue violets and bring them up and get them in the learning garden and get them in our own gardens because, yeah. you know, we can contribute. But before I took Carla's class, I didn't know about that. That's so and then cool. I learned about the program that they're doing at the Oregon Zoo where they're yeah. raising the chrysalis there and then they're releasing them into just a couple different places along the coast. Yeah. And then North Coast Land Conservancy has been working on some of their properties yeah. out on the Clatsop Plains to get that reestablished. So that's yeah. a, that would be a fascinating talk as it well. It is, yeah. She's she's so interesting and there's so much to learn about um, yeah. the natives around here. And if you're having trouble getting plants to grow, get natives. Yeah, because natives are always They're natives. supposed to grow <laughs> here. This is what, they're, this is what they're, they're supposed to do great here, and they do. And um, anyway, so we have uh, native plant starts for anybody who comes to her talk available for anybody who would like to take one. That's so cool. I just want to mention to people who are listening that if you are just joining us, you're listening to In Season on Coast Community Radio, um, KMUN Astoria 91.9 FM, and KTCB Tillamook at 89.5 FM, and we're streaming at coastradio.org. And if you are just joining us today, I'm talking to Clatsop County Master Gardeners Linda Jones and Rick Bigness, and we're talking about um, on May 12th, upcoming up, uh, Spring Garden Plant Sale and Seminar out at the Clatsop County Fairgrounds. It's from, tell me the hours again. Uh, 8.30 to 4. 8.30 to 4, and there's a number of speakers throughout mm-hmm. the day. Um, we we also have some sponsors. And you have some sponsors. Like Maybe let us know who's, who's making to. this possible. Yeah, yeah we've got um, Ace Hardware is one of them. Mm-hmm. And our ever-present Linda Brim, Brims. Brims Farm and uh, Garden. Yeah, and then you got Clatsop Power and Equipment. Um, Clasconine River. River RV Park and Trails and Recovery and Dennis's 70s. I didn't do that in alphabetical order, but they'll understand. That's okay. <laughs> well, I mean, and I know having sponsors, having local businesses sponsor an event like this is what make these kind of things possible. So thank you very much to all of those businesses mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. helping make this event happen because it's so great and it provides so much resource to local gardeners, both for plants because there's enormous plant sales and lots of vendors selling plants. Um, and then other amazing garden-related items. But so much education and information can be shared at an event like this. And, you know, before I forget, I, I also want to give a shout-out to those of you who are listening down in Tillamook County um, because the Tillamook County Master Gardeners are having their spring plant sale. That's this Saturday um, coming up, and that's out at the fairgrounds in Tillamook County. And if you um, want to know more about that, you should definitely contact the Tillamook County Master Gardeners, um, the OSU Extension Office down there in Tillamook County. Um, but they're a great group down there too, and um, they are and doing such amazing work. And so if you're if you're down there and you you can't drive all the way to Clasco County to to partake in what we're talking about, there's an awesome sale in Tillamook County um, this coming Saturday. So check that out too. 
Yeah. yeah, so darn many options. I know. It's yeah, kind of exciting. You know, I feel like this really the opportunities have really grown it, in it our has. coastal area over the last, you know, decade. Um, you know that I've you know really been paying attention, and it just feels like there's so many more resources for gardeners out here. And um, and I know that so master gardeners in Classic County, you guys are working on a couple of projects. We're just gonna hit those highlights now because I want to have you come back later in the season and talk about those things now. But you're putting in a cool new garden. Yes. Um, so if you want to know what you're supporting, if you come out to the plant sale, um, all of the proceeds from our, this is our primary fundraiser coming up on the 12th, um, go to our programs that we've been doing for 2018. And the probably the one of the biggest um, projects that we're doing this year is putting in the learning garden at Alderbrook Park. And um, that's that's been a, a, so much fun. And um, we're already ahead of schedule. We've got phase one completed, and we've got the deer fence in, and the raised beds are in. And and this is there's lots of different areas within this garden. So you're yes. you're like having demonstrations about vegetable growing and fruit trees and berries and composting and lots of different things. You said you hosted your first group of Girl Scouts. Recently. We did. We had the Girl Scouts over, and that was so exciting because we realize how much we have to share within these gates mm-hmm. of this garden and yeah. the kids really come alive mm-hmm. and um, to see their hands in the soil is I mean it, it just makes you yeah. smile and while we were there right like it was timed perfectly the biggest night crawler I ever saw came <laughs> right up out of the soil and you know these girls were just fascinated which brought on a whole conversation about how important worms are for our mm-hmm. soil and what they do and how they improve our soil and composting there's just so much to talk about and to um, contribute with these kids it's wonderful to think about you know coming out to this the the event on the 12th at the fairgrounds and buying a bunch of plants from master gardeners but knowing that your plant purchase is supporting an amazing educational opportunity like this for our region and then master gardeners are also going to be teaching a a series of classes called seed to supper and this is in partnership Mm -hmm. with oregon food bank right that this program was developed so tell us a little bit about that too because this is also you know what your support helps make these kinds of programs happen yes so this is our first year doing the seed to supper classes it's in uh, collaboration with oregon food bank Um, The Seed to Supper classes are free basic gardening classes for um, folks who are on a budget Mm -hmm. and can use some help um, learning how to grow fresh produce um, to be able to improve their diets. Yeah, Yeah. and it's a a Mm -hmm. six-week class. It's once a week, um, two hours classes. And it's, it's hands-on, so not only will they be learning the yeah. techniques and the process, but they'll also be actually planting. We've got two classes getting started in May, mm-hmm. one at Northwest um, Housing Authority, and the other one is at Clatsop Community Action. And uh, we're just, we're, we're really excited to get these classes going and get a year under our belt, and then yeah. next year we can probably add more, and we can, we're, looking forward to holding some classes out at Alderbrook Park yeah, because we've got the hall there and then we can walk out the door and do the gardening there yeah, there in the learning garden. I know. Those are just some such great projects. I mean, to me, I feel like one of the things that I, I appreciate the most about Master Gardeners, you know, I mean, statewide, nationally, the whole idea of Master Gardeners is that it's sharing knowledge with gardeners in the community and helping people understand how to garden better. 
And th- I mean, both of those projects just strike me as being so spot on to that mission. Yeah, you're literally planting the seed yeah. because, you know, yeah. people don't know a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And they go to the store a lot and they, you know, maybe three months out of the year, they're going to be able to grow their own stuff and feel that pride of ownership, I guess you could say. And they're going to eat right and they're not going to have to pay three ninety nine for cilantro. You yeah. know, I don't know. What, <laughs> but I know what you mean. Is, but well, it's, yeah. I mean, it is an amazing feeling. I still remember I very um, strongly the first meal that I ever made like that was entirely from things that I had grown. Mm. And it was a pretty mm-hmm. weird meal because it was like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you get really creative. Arugula. But it was like some like, you know, like potatoes that I didn't really know were there and some leafy greens and some, you know, it's like the spices, Mustard herbs and things like that. And just, uh, you know, sauteed it all up and made something over mashed potatoes. And I was so proud. I mean, it was really weird, but it was also the sense of like, I grew all exactly. of this. Maybe like similar to my, my like pride in grafting. But like when you do that thing for the first time and you realize, Oh wait, we can! I can actually do this. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. And so. it gives back. Seeds give back. Absolutely. There's a lot of things that don't give back, but I I'll know. tell you what: gardening gives back. It absolutely does. <laughs> it I know. Does. Yeah, and sometimes mm-hmm. these classes just get people over the fear or the yeah. um, anticipation of, of maybe I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. So you know, just get in there and do it, and mm-hmm. it's it's a lifetime of trial and error. Absolutely, nobody does it right. No, all the time, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. It's un. It's a continuous learning experience, and that's okay. <laughs> I know. The that's master why we gardeners have... will help you out if you do have Absolutely. a Absolutely. I feel like even when you're doing well, everything even we right. we mess yeah. up all the time. <laughs> oh, I mean, my goodness. Well, yeah, yeah, but we just... have somebody to go to. You know? Well, you do, but it's also, I mean, I feel like you can be doing everything right, and then the weather will just throw you a curveball. And oh. like, yeah. whoa, you got to respond to that. So, uh-huh. I mean, just know that you're in good company. When you come to an event like this, bring your questions. Bring your bring your wallet. <laughs> go plan to go shopping. There's gonna be some wonderful things. So again, remind everybody the Clatsop County Master Gardeners uh, Spring Garden Seminar and Plant Sale is right. That will be at the Clatsop County Fairground, uh, May 12th, 8:30 a.m. to 4 p.m. And it's free, free admission. Free admission. So That's you can ask all the questions you want. It ain't going to cost you nothing. Absolutely. And yeah. I, I forgot <laughs> to tell you, there's also a, a silent auction there where they have some really cool items coming in. There's mm-hmm. one is from Vintage um, Vintage Hardware. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so you know that's yeah. going to be um, yeah. amazing. There's uh, somebody's uh, building a, a really cool potting bench with a granite top. Wow. Um, there's also an antique chair. All kinds of raffles that's, going um, on. Yeah. Uh, an antique lots chair. Lots of great ways to support mm, Master Gardeners yeah. and get cool stuff. And there's yeah. a children's activity area, too, so you can throw the kids over in the corner. There is. And we got you can some mothers. mothers. You can encourage the children to go and be engaged in the corner. Come on, oh. Rick. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah. Sell it better than that. Okay. Well, you, okay. There's worms you can grab and stuff. That sounds cool. So this is a lot got, of fun. Yeah. yeah. We've got the driftwood too. That's got um, the driftwood that's planted with succulents and yeah. vintage and teacups, teacups yeah. with succulents. So lots of Mother's Day gifts too. So come mm-hmm. on out. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's yeah. going to be a really fun day. Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking. I I love doing this event with our farm. It's it's so much fun. We meet great people and. Um, I hope to see as many people out in the community there as possible. It's a wonderful, come hang out with your fellow gardeners. Yes. yes. And um, get ready for spring. So Linda and Rick, thank you so much for coming and sharing information about this. And um, again, I remind uh, folks down in Tillamook that you've got a great Master Gardener plant sale coming up this coming Saturday. And I'm blanking on the date because I just can't do the math in my head, but it's uh, this coming Seven? Saturday, May 5th. May 5th. Thank May 5th. you, Joanne. Okay. So Saturday, May 5th. Uh, Tillamook Cinco County, and then Saturday, May 12th, is Clatsop County Master Gardener plant sale. So lots of reasons to go fill your gardens with beautiful plants. Yes.
Thanks. Thanks, And thanks for joining us on In Season. Thank you, Joanne. Take us away.